0: Welcome to Emergence Radio Talk, where you'll be inspired and motivated by the journeys of movers and shakers from all around the world and those who are occupying and taking dominion. Emergence Radio Talk with
1: Dr. Tavara Johnson.
0: Welcome, everyone, to Emergence Radio Talk with your host, none other than Dr. Zavara Johnson. And you know me. I'm always excited for today's show. Today, I have a very special guest in the studio. I'm telling you, she is walking in her God-given purpose, and she's making a difference, and as well as an impact in the lives of so many. And so I want to welcome Minister India Hyman to the show. And
1: indeed, it's a
0: pleasure to have you here with me this evening.
1: Thank you so much, Dr. Tavar Johnson, for having me. I'm so glad and excited to be a part of this show. This is a ph- phenomenal show, and I'm just so honored and humbled to be a part. Well, thank you for taking
0: time out of your busy schedule. You know, I watch you on social media, so I'm like, I need to get this woman of God on the show because I know she has um, so much to say as well as to impart. To our listening audience, so I want to say once again, thank you so much just for your yes and coming okay. on the show this evening. Now, before yes. we go ahead and started, I just want you just to let our listening audience know just a little bit of who Minister Hyman is and what are some of the things that. You...
1: I am. Um, I am a minister. I am a mother of two. I have a daughter and a son. Um 11 and 13 my son goes to high school next year so pray for me. <laughs> my <laughs> babies are getting really big on me so pray for me. Um I am originally originally from DC, Washington DC. I have been here in Georgia since 2009. So I'm basically what they call it a Georgia peach now. Um <laughs> It's nice here. I love it here. Um, what else do I have going on? My mom My mom is a pastor. She's an apostle. What else do I have? I have um, a movement it's called Worthy Women, and we get together as a tribe. We get together every Wednesday, Worthy Women Wednesday, because I believe in worth is so very important and key to our lives. Um, Knowing your worth determines the decisions that you make and how successful your life will be, whether you're going to be successful or you're going to have a settling life. Um, So I'm very excited that God has given me that movement to assist with his phenomenal women on this earth. I think it's a phenomenal thing to just watch people come out of dark places. And I'm trying to see what else do I have going on, Dr. Tabar? <laughs> <laughs> um, within that movement we have a prayer call in the morning at eight AM um and we have Facebook Live in the evening. Other than that, I am just a loving caring mama to i um, work hard. I um, also have businesses, and I just love the Lord, and I love God's people, and just excited um, about my life and how things has changed because of God. Amen.
0: Well, I know I would have seen you do some of the um, the Facebook lives, especially a lot of, during the pandemic. You know, we saw a lot of that, and there were some really, really uh, great lives to be able to help people um but one of the things I want to ask you is that you know when, when it comes to the uh the worthy woman how would you or what is your definition of the worthy woman like what does she um look like and uh, for those who may be struggling with their worth um especially as a as a woman what are some of the ways in which that they can gain their worth by gain their strength um so that they can really be this worthy woman who God has called them to be.
1: Yes, um, um what a worthy woman looks like is a woman that is confident in who she is. Regardless of what she may have or may not have, I am confident in who I am regardless of what anyone else thinks. I have my own self-worth, self-love and self-confidence. Um it is a woman that is confident and it's a woman that has boundaries. Um, and that those boundaries come from your own self-worth and self-love. Um, I teach those that are part of the tribe that self-love is so very important. Self-worth is so very important. The way you love yourself, the way you rate your own self, um, it, it shows other people how to love you and treat you. It teaches people how to love you and teach you. So a worthy woman is someone who's confident in herself and who maintains boundaries, someone that um, is trying to live a successful life and not settling, and not settling because you know you're worth more. So that is the basis Mm -hmm. of worthy women. When you know your worth, there are just some things you won't settle for. When you know Mm -hmm. your worth, there are just some things you won't put up with. Um, when you know your worth, you know what you deserve. Um, and that is yeah. what we teach them there. And, you know, a lot of times we kind of try to go off of who, what people say we are or what qualities that people see in us. And a lot of times that messes us up because if you never get the accolades, if they never see what you see in yourself, um, you got to know it for your own self you got to know that I'm simply worth it because God created me. God created something beautiful. God created me for a purpose. That is enough worth in itself. Um, Mm -hmm. And a lot of times we build our worth off of materialistic things, and that's not it. Worth is so many other things. Worth is your caring and loving heart. Worth is, um, again, your boundaries, what you will allow in your life. Uh, worth is more than materialistic, and we also teach on that as well because we look around, you know, social media. We have a lot going on in social media. We got Mm -hmm. people, they got this and got that, but what we don't realize is a lot of people are putting on and portraying. They don't have what Mm -hmm. they portray to say that they have, and sometimes we get jealous. We get We feel like we're not enough Mm -hmm. off of what we see, but some of that stuff is not real. So we sometimes have to get our mind off the materialistic thing and what other people have and be content with where we are. But not just content with where we are, but content with where we are until we reach to where we want to be. Um, mm-hmm. So that is what we, yeah, what we basically teach on. Um, know your worth. Um, know you are worthy because God created you. Base your worth off to of yourself. Not also the opinions of people um, love yourself, keep your boundaries and um, and just live life and And when we talk about work, you know we have a lot of singles um in the worthy woman movement, and we also mm-hmm. teach that there's nothing wrong with singleness singleness is not a curse, it is not a sin. Um, it is the best place to be. It's the best place to accomplish your goals. It's the best place to do so many things that you can do while you're by yourself because marriage requires more of you. It requires more, um, more. Um, what is the word I want to use? It requires... You basically, you cannot do what you want to do. <laughs> you have to <laughs> sacrifice. When you're single, you can do whatever you want to do. So we teach mm-hmm. live life, have fun. Of course, we want to have companionship, but let's not base our whole life and miss out on living life, miss out on accomplishing goals, miss out on yeah. it because our mind is so focused on, oh, we want a companion. There's so many other things in this world, and that, that will come. Once you live your life, learn yourself a little bit more and um, be confident in yourself. You, you are whole, your own self. You don't need someone to make you whole. Mm, that's good.
0: You know, I'm glad that you said that because a lot of people feel this, so, though. And, you know, I hear this all of the time, too, is like, Oh, you know, when I get oh, you know, when I get married, and I'll do this, so I'll do that. No, you can do these things while you're single, you know.
1: Because um, yeah. one of
0: the things, especially when you talk about um, singleness, well, if you don't want to spend time with you, then why do you think mm. other people will want you? You know, so right, you know, to right. Enjoy your own company um, before you expect for other people to enjoy, you know, enjoy um, your company. And so I think that is uh, really good. Of course, like you said, live life. Um, know that you're worthy because God would have said so. Um, and the thing about it is I believe that once you know who you are, you wouldn't really fall for uh, the opinions of men. And that's, you know, talking about man and woman. You uh, wouldn't, you know, depend on their opinions to define who you are. Um, and a lot of people are trying to live up to these opinions of what other people are saying about them, and they're just confused, they're frustrated, and, you know, and so much more. And so I think it's great that you, you know, that you have this movement, you've got it started. Um, I want to know for persons, you know, who, this, who says, hey, I want to join the movement. What what are some of the things that they have to do, or how can they join the join the movement?
1: Yes, and Dr. Tava I Piggyback off of something you just said. Mhm. Yeah. So you said something so key. Um, as we were saying earlier, um, you got to know your own worth and not get it from the opinions of people. Because I come yeah. to realize that some people, some people see your worth. They know mm-hmm. what's on the inside of you. They know where you're getting ready to go. And a lot of people can be jealous and they can put things on you that's not really for you. They mm-hmm. can try to put seeds in you of doubt, seeds of you of fear, they can try to make you you have low self-esteem because they see where you are Mm -hmm. and they don't want you to surpass them. So it's so very key, like you said, we got to put our focus on how we feel about ourselves and not other people because people will lie to you they will see your worth and they will lie to you just yes. because they don't want you to make it to where you're supposed to be. Or just because you make them feel uncomfortable by being as confident and beautiful and anointed or whatever the case you have with you, they will try to dummy you down so that they mm-hmm. can be greater than you. So always, always know you for your own self. Stop listening. People, because some people they just they just don't want you to make it. When you say that, mm-hmm. that came to my attention. <laughs> yeah, um, no, but you
0: know, it's definitely true. Because people always, I mean, for the most part, I believe people can always see more of you in terms of where you're headed than you can probably see it yourself. Yeah. And so it does put you in in a pe- pe- peculiar situation if you're not <laughs> confident because you would literally believe this lie and this narrative mm-hmm. that they're saying, and then that sends you on a trajectory that God doesn't want you to be on, and yeah. then you're missing so much things. You're blessing. I mean, things just delayed. I mean, it, it's definitely it could just be a whole mess, <laughs> you know? Exactly. It yeah, yeah. it it's, it's could be a, it, it. It could be a lot. It really can. And so definitely, thank you so much for sharing that.
1: Yes. Um, so Worthy Women, to to be a part with us, we're called the Worthy Women Tribe, and it's also called Worthy Women Wednesday, because we do a lot of our things on Wednesday. We have an 8 a.m. prayer call, which you can dial in, 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, every Wednesday morning, and that number for the Worthy Women prayer line in the morning is 725. 725-4091. 725-4091. Um, that is Wednesday in the morning. You also can join our text line community. We have a whole private text community that you can be a part of where we send encouraging messages, um, motivational um, words. And you can send that information. Well, you can text Worthy Woman, one word, Worthy Woman, and that's W-O-M-A-N, Worthy Woman. Text that to 877-592-2215. That's 877-592-2215. We also have an Instagram page that I would like for you to connect with us it is called Worthy Women Wednesday. I'm Worthy Women Wednesday. And we have a Facebook group as well um, called Worthy Women, You Are Worth It. That is a private group. And then I have one last thing. I know it was a lot. Another way you can connect with us <laughs> is on the website <laughs> www.indiahyman.com forward slash Worthy Women. I would love to be connected to you all.
0: Awesome. So if you're
1: tuning in and you say, "Listen,
0: I need some courage. I need some encouragement. You know, I need to find my tribe to help me to be a, a better or a more worthy woman that I'm already um, being," then I think you need to go ahead and make sure that you connect with um, the worthy woman and minister Hyman. I'm sure that you will be. You, I know for a fact, you will definitely be blessed for sure he mm-hmm. will be blessed now minister hyman i know that you are known as the cute and covered preacher right mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yes. i what? want you to share with us the inspiration behind this name because i was like oh, okay you know i know see someone says cute and covered yes how you got that name
1: <laughs> all right so that that whole movement derived from when I was little. Every morning, because um, I either caught the bus or walked to school, my mother would make me come in her room so she could see what I have on. She's like, "You're gonna dress like a lady." All the way up to high school, let me see what you have on. So she always made sure I dressed um, modest. So, as I grew older, that became a mu- a movement. You can still be cute and be covered um, yes. It's focused on modesty, it's focused on being classy, and it's mainly focused on the mindset um and the mindset of you know are you trying to dress this way, whether it's provocatively are you trying to show? your body to gain attention. So that was the whole mindset behind it. You don't have to do that to gain attention because you can gain attention still by being fully dressed. And Mm -hmm. um, I had something that happened to me before. I was, I always share this whenever I talk about cute and covered because it's a great example Um, One day I was coming from church. I had my clergy attire on. So, you know, I had my collar tab, a black suit, my skirt that was long. And I went to the store. Um, I didn't realize that a gentleman was trying to get my attention. So I went into the store. When I came out, he was writing a note on my car, Um, but he was able to place it in my hand. Um, so, basically, he was telling me that he was watching me, he would like to get to know me, and yada, 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 yada. So, this gentleman, um, he's still in my life today. We're really great friends. But the concept behind that is I was fully dressed, nothing was showing. I was in my clergy attire, and <laughs> I still gained the attention of someone, And which, which also was great because, Sometimes when we dress provocatively, we gain attention from a lot of different people. Some people that have Mm -hmm. the wrong intentions, some people that just want your body. If I was Mm -hmm. dressed provocatively that day, I probably would have had a lot of people trying to talk to me, but I had one guy trying to gain my attention, and it was for the right reasons. So... That's the mindset behind it. What is your mindset of why you dress the way you dress? Is it for attention? Because you don't have to do that. You can still get it. And also, the way you dress attract who gains your attention. Mm -hmm. That's really good. I'm glad that you
0: shared that story because (laughs) when you talk about being (laughs) a clergy,
1: they may say, "Oh my God,
0: hey, Mario. you know." (laughs) To be able to, you know, like you said, get the attention of of someone and being in a clergy attire, it definitely speaks Yes, it definitely speaks for you. Oh man, this is so good. <laughs> and this is really- this is really good. Now, one of the things I want to ask you, because I know you've been in rooms with some powerful um, men and women, and so I want to know, how do you maintain your confidence as well as your authentic self while being around these individuals? And one of the reasons why I ask you this question is because I know there are so many people sometimes get invited into rooms, but they are afraid or believe that, you know, hey, um, they have to be someone else in order for others to accept.
1: Their, you know, you
0: know, their authentic selves. How do you still remain authentic even in being in rooms with these powerful men and women?
1: Wow, that's that's so good. And this is really important. Um, like you said, the key is to be yourself. You have to have in your mind that I am confident enough to know I still I'm still gonna love myself whether they like me or not. God has a purpose for me whether they accept me or not. And like my first lady says, Lady Lorana Phelps, she said, I may not be for everybody, but I'm for somebody. So as long as you can be your authentic self and be you, you will be able to connect with the right people. You will be able to be in the right rooms. If they don't accept who you are fully, those are not your people. Um, a lot mm-hmm. of times, you know, try to dummy down ourselves or become what others want us to be. But we have to choose the people that want us for us. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that's like regular relationships. We try so hard to prove our worth, our love to people when we should be proving our love and our worth to our own self. So as long as you're confident in yourself and you know that God. Has given you the authority to be in certain rooms, to be with certain people, to be connected with them. You got to know. I mean, you remain humble, but you have to know that God has given you something as well. That God uses you, mighty. That you are anointed as well. Um, stay humble. Be yourself. Love who you are. I, I'm. I'm sorry. I, I, <laughs> I was. I was like, wait a minute. You got to love you because. We are so conditioned to wanting people to accept us. Mm -hmm. When you make up in your mind, I'm going to be me 100%, and I'm hoping that you like me. If you don't, then I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I, I have to be me because you cannot reach your people. You cannot reach the people that are, Attached to you by being someone else. They won't recognize you if you're trying to be Mm. someone else. So being your authentic self is so very important to the lives that are attached to you. Mm. That's good. Um, Yeah, when I'm in rooms with, you know, as we say in our world, big names, um, I just remain humble. Um, No, I don't want to – portray that I know it all, but I remain humble, but at the same time confident enough that, to know that God has something on the inside of me as well.
0: That's
1: mm-hmm. good. Remain humble, but confident enough that
0: God, uh, whatever he place on the inside of you, it, it you know, it, it it has allowed you to be in whatever space that you find yeah. yourself in. And, you know, I think, yeah. um, I think that is, you know, that is so good because sometimes a lot of people, they lose themselves or they try to be someone that they're not um, just to be able to fit in with actuality. I believe even so, some of these people, they're looking for your authentic self. They're expecting you to be authentic, yes. but you're trying to be someone else uh, that that God didn't call you to be. Um, right. And then you also think it's really good that you won't be able to reach the people who God has assigned you to if you're trying to be someone else other than what mm. he's called you to be, you know. Yeah. And I think that is that is so good. Um, but on that note, too, I want to know, you know, because, of course, with you, you know, you have all of these great things going on. You're a mother. You're a trailblazer. Um, of course, you're a minister, marketplace ministry. I want to know, how did you know that these were the areas that God was calling you to? Like, how did you know? Because um, I even see this in your body that you said it used to be. A, I think it was a, a, a basketball, you know, one of their um, cheerleaders. And so, for, you know, for NBA Junior a Dancer. And so even to know to say, well, hey, God is shifting me into other areas. Like, how did you know? Like, just how did you know? And I ask those questions, and some people really don't know, um, you know, what God is saying to them, where he's calling them to be, or even when it's time for them to shift
1: gears, when God yeah. is saying,
0: hey, seasons now i'm I'm taking you to a new season. How did you know?
1: So I would say God will speak to you by your life. um the areas that I'm in right now is because of my life. My whole women ministry started again, based off my life. You look around sometimes God don't just outright speak your life will show what he trying to say to you. So with my, my movement, it started with me looking around saying, hmm, I'm just here. I'm just existing. I'm not living. I'm not fulfilling life. I'm just here. Um, so my movement started where we would get together, the ladies night out with the women, get together to experience life, to live life, and not just be here. And then that moved into conferences and revivals and things of that nature. Now, the Worthy Woman movement also came from my life, from my own experiences um, within relationships. Again, as you look around after you've been hurt, after you've gone through, after you experienced rejection, you can look around and say, okay, what is it? in my life that I need to get together. And Mm -hmm. once you figure that out and you get out of it, you're able to help others out. So I'm a firm believer that the things that we go through and experience, it is for us to get out of it and to pull others out. So I would say I transition based off where I am in my life and what I have um, accomplished and got past And I try to pull as many people out as I can. So, again, with my life, I was just here, existing, just home, school, and work. But, no, we have to live life. So that's why we have the ladies' night out every month where we get together in person to enjoy life. And then we have the, the You Are Worth It and the Worthy Woman movement, again, off of my life and experiences from relationships and realizing that some of these things, it wasn't always the other person. It was something in me that I need to recognize. I needed to recognize my worth. That's why I allowed certain things to happen um, because my boundaries was low because my worth was low, my self-worth was low. So that's how I kind of transitioned based off of my life experiences and how God wants me to um, bring others out. He will. He will mm. shift. Me. He will shift
0: me. He will shift. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that is so good. Um, you know what is it in my life that I need to get together? And then, like you mentioned, in terms of getting yourself together uh, before you can help others, <laughs> you know. Um, oh, goodness. I think that because I do believe that sometimes, you know, we try to help people um, when mm-hmm. we're still in situations, when you really need to get out of it first. Um, I believe yes. so you're able to, um, to really be able to help people because then, you know, your emotions are stable. Like everything is just a bit more stable. Um, so yes. you're able to help and really assist people versus doing more damage. Um, That's than right. what the person is dealing with. And so um, – I think that it's so good, you, see, you know, just look around and see, you know, the, the almost like a – sometimes I believe that you could see like a pattern almost like in your yes. life. Yeah. This is – we need to deal with this thing here. Um, but then also we have to realize that in most cases the things that we would have dealt with other people may be dealing with or that is not necessarily new, but I believe we all deal with kind mm-hmm. of similar situations, but, of course, just at a different levels. Um, you know, different yes. level of intensities. I would I would want to say. Um I think that is just so, so good. You're definitely
1: um giving us a whole
0: lot of nuggets. See, I know this conversation would have been really good. <laughs> so, <laughs> definitely wanna um, yeah, just to continue to live life. So if you're out there and you're listening in and you're there, you're just kinda like not doing anything, find out, look around, like Minister Hyman said, look around and see what it is that you know, um, that you can see where you would have come out from so that you're now able to help others. And, of course, don't be afraid. Don't worry about what people are going to say. Um, mm-hmm. You know, with you not doing anything, they're talking. With you doing something, they're still going to be talking. So my yeah. thing is, do what, you, do what God called you to do and let them talk anyway. <laughs> <You know>? Right. <laughs> yeah, so that's kind of how, how I tend to look at it. Um I think that is really good. And then, you know, also for you as a, you know, like I said before, being a minister, a ministry leader, um, how do you still remain faithful to what God has given you and still remain faithful to the time that you spend with him? Because I know sometimes we tend to get dizzy and,
1: you know, oh, my mm-hmm. God,
0: I'm so tired. You know, we give God the lap <laughs> over, you know, fall asleep praying, fall asleep trying to read the word of God. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> How yes. you faithful as well as still um, maintain
1: that time that you need
0: from him or with him?
1: Yes. Uh, time management is so very important. Um, set times. You have to have set times for everything. I My whole life is scheduled out. It's schedule I have a mm-hmm. schedule for everything. You know, I'm going to wake up in the morning, pray at this time. I'm going to start getting ready at this time. I'm going to read it this time. <laughs> we do things on certain days. So I would say it's time management, and um, I have I have a schedule. Because I do have children, my life has to be scheduled and balanced. But prayer, you always have to get that prayer in every morning. Even if I just, mm-hmm. when you wake up, let that be the first thing you do. Prayer, prayer, prayer is key. Whether you're driving in the car on the way to work, instead of listening to the music, uh, put on some worship music and pray all your whole ride to where you have to go. Um, when you come home, when I come home uh, from a long day of work, you know, get in that shower, get my peaceful place and begin to study. It's just, it has to be a lifestyle um, yeah. every day, prayer in the morning, that time, and before you go to bed, get, get your studying and, So, I would just say lifestyle and and your schedule, time management. I think that's really good
0: because, you know,
1: we are so good to
0: schedule our hair appointments, our makeup appointments, our (laughs) nail appointments, all these other things, but not schedule the time on the garden. I think it's like you said, it's it's paramount to actually schedule the time and say, well, you know, this is going. Be in God's time. I mean, regardless of what's going on or what's happening, to just put Him on the schedule. I mean, you know, I'm sure eventually, so it may start off feeling like, hey, you're just kind of scheduling God. And then as time goes on, I'm sure, you know, it's going to be more natural to you. And so if you're listening in and you're struggling with, you know, how do I? maintain or, you know, be able to get more time in the car. Just go ahead and, and put them on the calendar. Don't pencil them. Don't do them. <laughs> no just put them on the calendar,
1: <laughs> you know. Then, As I, I have a friend. Um, he's an overseer. He prays every, I think, three hours. So we can be on the phone and it hits 12 o'clock. I have to call you back. I got to pray. 12 o'clock, 3 o'clock, 6 o'clock, 9 o'clock. Wow. It's just like clockwork. So when you when you make up in your mind that you have this set schedule and you stick to it, it would just become a part of your lifestyle. Mhm.
0: Mhm.
1: Yeah, you that know, but see, he's smart. He's actually praying
0: on he's actually praying all the prayer watches. <laughs> but that's <Yes>. another <laughs> He's very wise and strategic. So that's really, really good. Now, of course, one of the things I want to ask you, with all of the things that you have accomplished so far, uh, what would you say is your greatest or your biggest accomplishment? Um,
1: I would say one of my accomplishments is becoming an author. Mm Mm-hmm. Being able to... Put experiences in a book to help others. Um, I think is amazing. Um, I, I just, I just think that's amazing. Just to become an author, and it just opened the door for many other things. And I'm, I'm ready to. It's about time for me to write my second book. Um, yes. <laughs> so when you. When you can just write things and you can publish it and you can reach many people with it, I think it's amazing. And to make people can always go back and read it, I think I think that's one of my my um, good accomplishments. It it shows me that I may have went through some stuff. Mm-hmm. And not saying I'm just doing the book for profit, but it's to help people. But I basically profited off of my pain. when the pain was trying to hinder me, stop me, it blessed me. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's- when you can turn some stuff around, your experiences around, and, and, and have it bless, uh, be a blessing to you, and um, I think that's a great accomplishment. Because oh, the things that we experience, a- it, it the things that we experience and things that come our way really try to diminish us, stop us, even kill us, and to be able to have the strength and resilience to get past it, get out of it, and then profit from it and get blessed from it, I believe that that that's that's powerful. Wow. We well, you know to
0: be able to write a book is um an accomplishment in itself. But one of the things I believe that a book does too is that, you know, whenever that day comes, if you're no longer here, your legacy mm-hmm. is still remaining. People are still able to, you know, go and and get your book or refer back to your book and say, Wow, like look how this can help me even you, you know being yeah. mean? here. You know what I mean? So I think that is is so good, and of course, when you talk about being an author, it requires you to be disciplined. Oh my God, <laughs> you have to be so disciplined, write books. Um, yeah. So definitely, definitely, uh Thank you so much for that, and of course, we will be looking forward to hear when next book is coming out as well. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, definitely, that's what's so powerful. I need mean, get and advice today, you know, some that we can actually reflect on um, as well.
1: And so thank
0: you so much, as you would have given us advice to know how to be, to stay cute and covered, <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> so I truly appreciate that. I truly appreciate you for um, taking the time to join me tonight, as well as, you know, to empower and inspire our listening audience. Um but before we go, I just want you to let our listening audience know of any upcoming events that you may
1: have as well as other ways, and which that they can stay connected with you or to you. Yes. Thank you so much. All right. So we're in February. So in the month of March, um, our mentorship coaching four-week intensive will start March 8th to 29th. Um, so we're going to start – the flyer going to go out, actually – Friday, so if you if you know you need some kind of push because I believe we we have stuff to do, we got stuff to do uh mm-hmm. we got to move past the hurt the the everything that has come our way to stop us, we gotta push past it, and we're using that four weeks to push people into where they're supposed to be. We're gonna accomplish goals, and that is what we're going to do for the month of March, so if you would like to be a part of that please look out for the flyer on all of my social media pages, India Hyman. Um and register. Be a part for that. It's going to be a select few amount of people, a limited limited space. So um, you know, get get your Slack quickly. Um we also are going well, we're going to have our monthly ladies night out as we always do. You can always find the information again on our pages or on, on my website, IndiaHyman.com.
0: Awesome. Well thank you so much. And everyone, just thank you for tuning in to today's show with my amazing guest, the Minister India Hyman. Um you know be sure to join me every week for another episode of Emerging Radio Talk. This is the show where you will be inspired to emerge, occupy, and take dominion. If this is your first time tuning in, I pray that it won't be your last. And, of course, to my faithful listening audience, you know I love you all. Um, I wouldn't be able to do all of this even without you all um, tuning in. And so for those who want to connect with me, you're able to do so on my social media pages, um, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, TikTok, Savira Johnson, or uh, Dr. Savira Johnson, as well as you can send me an email at info at or visit my website at tovarajohnson.com and I look forward to connecting with you all. And so everyone have a wonderful evening and I will see you next week. Blessings. Thank you for tuning in to Emergence Review Talk. For more information on Emergency Review Talk, Emergency Mentorship Program, or Women to Women Mentoring Program, be sure to visit www.tavarajohnson.com If you would like to be a guest on our show, email us at info at or follow us on all of our social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and Periscope. That's Johnson. Stay connected and updated on all upcoming events. Until next time, thank you for joining us.